Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am the host of Independent Thought. My name is Desmond Price. No matter where you are in the world, I want to thank you for giving me a few minutes of your day to hear my thoughts. As always, we have a great show for you today. Now here are our topics. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fifth bonus episode of Independent Thought. I am your host, Desmond Price. I want to start off this bonus episode by talking directly to my patrons, to my 11 members of my Patreon. Thank you so much. You know who you are. I really appreciate you and the contributions that you are making to this podcast. You are helping this podcast stay afloat. Uh, Thank you so much. And to anyone who might be interested in joining my Patreon, uh, there is a link below in the episode notes. So you can go ahead and just scroll up and click on the Patreon link to join. Now, I am currently in the middle of our mid-season break. I'm doing some work behind the scenes, but also taking a little bit of a break myself. Uh, It's kind of nice. Spent some time watching some Marvel movies the last couple of days. Watched the season finale of WandaVision last night. Guys, if you're not watching WandaVision, just go watch WandaVision. It's amazing. I'm sorry. Anyway, so while we are still on this break here, uh, no new episode uh, this week or next week, uh, but there will be one after that and the following. Uh, But while this break is going on, please go check out the first 11 episodes of season three. There's been some pretty good episodes that have happened so far. I've had a lot of great guests come on this season. So definitely go check out those first 11 episodes of season three. Uh, Really briefly, you know, before we get into the the bonus kind of like clips for this uh, particular bonus episode, I just wanted to talk about what's been going on with the $15 an hour minimum wage this week. I got to say, I am incredibly disappointed in everything that I've been seeing involving this. Uh, The $15 an hour minimum wage was voted on for uh, as an amendment earlier today in the Senate. So it needed 60 votes in order to be tacked on to the COVID relief bill. Now, every single Republican Senator voted against this amendment being added to the COVID relief bill. They did not want the $15 an hour minimum wage in there. And eight Democrats went and joined them. Eight Democrats by the name of Chris Coons, Democrat from Delaware, Angus King, who's an independent who caucuses with Democrats, he is out of Maine. Joe Manchin, Democrat from West Virginia. Tom Carper, Democrat from Delaware. Jeanne Shaheen, Democrat from New Hampshire. John Tester, personal bane of my existence. Democrat from Montana. Maggie Hassan, a Democrat from New Hampshire. And Kristen Sinema. Democrat from Arizona. Kristen Sinema has gotten a lot of flax today, as I've seen on Twitter and various other places, as she seemed to do a little um, quick little curtsy as she was giving her thumbs down votes today. She's been taking a lot of heat on Twitter subsequently for that. In fact, uh, Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib uh, said in a quote on Twitter earlier today that no one should ever be this happy to vote against uplifting people out of poverty. This is Senator Cinema voting no on the $15 an hour minimum wage. And there was a video of her doing so after that. Apparently, Cinema has been taking so much heat that her spokeswoman 
came out and said that it is sexist to comment on a female politician's body language or physical demeanor when uh, the Huffington Post inquired about her thumbs down votes on the minimum wage. And I got to say, that's kind of cowardly to try to make this into an argument around sexism when people are rightfully attacking you for going against a central thing that you ran on as a Democrat when you were running in 2018 in the state of Arizona. And if it's so hard to run in that state on an issue like that, then why did the other senator from Arizona, Senator Kelly, vote yes? These questions have to be asked. But unfortunately, we are in this position because of Joe Biden. Joe Biden could have easily have directed Kamala Harris, the president of the Senate, to overrule the Senate parliamentarian. And if you're, in, if you're confused about what all that means, I have an episode just previous about the Senate parliamentarian. I you know, ask all of you to go listen to the first just like 20 minutes of that episode. I explain everything that's going on with this minimum wage debate and why we're in this position in the first place. But in a very small nutshell, uh, there is a member of the Senate who ruled that the $15 an hour minimum wage cannot be a part of the COVID relief bill, which is why they were voting on it again today. And Kamala Harris could have very easily had just overruled that person, which would have allowed that $15 an hour minimum wage to be a part of the COVID relief bill. She chose not to. And so here we are watching the minimum wage essentially being wiped out of this bill. Other Democrats have come out since then and have said that they plan on trying to fight for this again in the future. But the truth of the matter is, is that if it wasn't going to be passed through reconciliation, it's not going to be passed because Republicans are never going to vote for an increase in the federal minimum wage. They're just not going to do it. A lot of them don't even believe that there should be a federal minimum wage at all. And so this idea that they're going to vote for it again in some other fashion, whether it's a standalone or whether it's tacked onto another bill is frankly, in my mind, a bunch of crap. And we just know that if it wasn't gonna happen now, then it's probably not going to happen. So I'm a little bit upset about this, but I wanna hear what you have to say. Do you think the minimum wage should be increased? I have conducted a poll on this several times on Instagram, but I wanna hear from those of you who maybe don't always check out my stories on Instagram, or who maybe just missed that story that day, do you think the minimum wage should be increased? Yes or no? Reach out to me on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. I'm on Facebook now. Times are changing. Reach out to me, tell you how you feel about this minimum wage issue. I want to know, do you think the minimum wage should be increased to $15 an hour? Yes or no? Give me your thoughts. I can't wait to hear them. Now, the next few minutes are going to be some clips that I have from a continuation of a conversation with my guest from season three, episode eight. It was called Multiple Perspectives. My guest was the name, uh, goes by the name uh, Dalton. And him and I had some continuations of our conversation after the episode ended. So here's some clips from the rest of that conversation. I hope you enjoy. And I will see you in the next episode. Take care.
Betty's Divine is a locally owned boutique on the magnificent hip strip in downtown Missoula, Montana that has been a fixture in the Mountain West since 2005. We have a fondness for vintage-inspired clothing, shoes, and accessories for humans, as well as the real deal found in our vintage department, Divine Trash. Betty's Divine presents a snapshot of Northwest styles with an emphasis on street, skate, surf, and rock and roll culture, as well as Americana classics. Alongside a radical selection of clothing, Betty's Divine offers a damn fine array of shoes, jewelry, records, and accessories to satisfy any taste, whatever your age or vibe. You can count on us to prioritize financial, social, and environmental responsibility without sacrificing the look. Visitors enjoy a lovely atmosphere, dreamy tunes, and the best customer service in the West. And you can shop us online at bettysdivine.com. Hey, Indie Thought listeners. Has this past year helped you rediscover your creative and crafty side? Well, then you're going to love our sponsor for today's episode, Bathing Beauties Beads is a full-service bead shop in the heart of downtown Missoula. Whether it's seed beads, semi-precious stones, vintage beads, or just materials to make a project, they have something for every person and every price range. Not from Missoula? Don't worry. They have an extensive online store and they will ship directly to you. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, they'll welcome you and help you make your next project a reality. You can find them online at Bathing Beauties Beads on Instagram and Facebook or at bathingbeautiesbeads.com. And don't forget to use offer code INDEPENDENTTHOUGHT at checkout to save 15% on your order. All of this like makes me want to try to get into politics, like at least locally. I you know, think it's a great thing. Because, uh, you know, I think... I think a lot of my views are pretty centrist. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, th- I think it would be hard, you know, to get people who are on far either way, like Democrat or Republican, to acknowledge them. You know? I mean, I, I agree with you. And to be 100% honest with you, I was worried about having somebody come on who was you know who someone who openly supports trump just because not because it bothers me but because we're living in times that are so polarized it's like how dare you believe in something i don't believe in it's like it's not it's it's gone further than we see differently now it's like you're you are evil and i am just and the other side's like no you are evil i am just and it's like <laughs> and it's just, not like that though <laughs> i know it's, it's making my head spin i'm just like yeah. oh god if i bring somebody on it's like I'm, am i gonna lose all my audience i'm just like oh whatever i can't live in, in that kind of fear and plus it's stupid it's yeah. stupid yeah, and I'm not one that's going to sit here and just go MAGA, 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 Trump's amazing, let's all bow to him and, you know, kiss his feet, yeah. you know, like, I'll, I'll criticize him, like, I hate his Twitter, you know, I hate his, you know, personality, but I like some of his policies. When I was making, like, my, my episode on Donald Trump, because I made a Biden episode, so I feel like I need to make a Trump episode, too, um, and... I just remember sitting there and thinking to myself, like, while I was criticizing Trump, and I I believed everything I was saying, I wasn't like making anything up. But at the same time, I was just like, 
oh my God, I'm like, I'm actively trying to help Joe Biden. And there's like no part of me that takes any joy in that. You know, and it's just like, yeah. I, I just felt crushed. I was like, why are we in a situation where these are our two options? That's, that's the one thing that kept going through my mind. I was just like, I just wish that we had more options. Like we would be in a better place if there was more parties or something, just something to break up this, this two-party shit. Because this is honestly the um third election in a row that i've like lived through where i was just like nothing about this is exciting to me not 2020 not 2016 in 2012 i didn't even vote yeah because i because obama went back on all his promises i've heard a lot of democrats that did that yeah i mean in 2012 i just didn't even vote i mean obama and romney i was just like I was like, there's nothing here for me because I was 22 at the time. I I think I'm a few years older than you. I was 22 at the time. Uh And I was like, I've been watching Obama for the last four years. And I I just, a lot of the things that were important to me, like granted, I was 18 when I voted for him in, in 2008. But a lot of the things that were really important to me when I was like, fresh out of high school, I was like, there are all those things were things that he just decided not to do. And I was like, why am I voting for you if you're not going to do what you said you're going to do? Maybe that's the young idealist in me, but I was upset with Obama for going back on the things he said he was going to do. And I don't really care about the whole like, well, once you get to Washington, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a damn about all that. I don't understand. Like, I get, I understand like everyone hates Trump, which is cool, whatever. But when, when you look at, the quote-unquote rallies that Joe Biden had versus the rallies that Trump had. You know, granted, it goes back to the COVID discussion, but yes. um, you go to, like, the Biden rallies and there's, like, 10 people there, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then Trump rallies, it's, like, it's freaking insane. Tens of thousands of people. Yeah. You know, I've heard a lot of people who I know who are Trump supporters uh, because I like I I know a lot of people who voted for Trump Uh and I mean living in Montana just kind of goes yeah (laughs) Um, so you know a lot of people have brought that up they're just like but did you see all the rallies and there was no one at Biden's rallies I was like you guys I mean like I understand how that would look from the outside perspective but like the the one thing that was you know consistent was that like I, I know I don't know a single person in my life that was excited about Biden, but I know hundreds of people who voted for him. You know, like yeah. it's like the enthusiasm didn't match the intent. It was like no one liked Biden; they just did it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I was like, of course I'm going to show up to see him speak. I hate you. Yeah, <laughs> like that, yeah. That's, it, you it know, was an anti-Trump thing. Yes, is what happened. Yeah, but like I've just never seen someone that has such little enthusiasm around them win an election it's it's an unprecedented thing honestly and this is i think it's one of the last things that i said when i was like doing like the podcast i was just like this election has nothing to do with joe biden this is a referendum on trump this is either you love trump or i mean love's a strong word either you like trump or you don't like trump like that that's it that's the dividing line (laughs) 